Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Only Way to Win is Don't Play. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it's Thursday, November 10th in the year 2022. We're in an interesting time right now as we're watching the dollar continuing to slide and it slide very quickly, but it's being hidden by all of the things like the clown show we call politics and all the antics that are going around in the press. But it's a very important time to understand what we're facing and where we're headed. With that in mind, patriots, it's also equally important to be prepared because these times are going to be stressful times and they're going to put a lot of demands on each one of us and every one of our families. That's why we have Patriot Supply. Patriots, if you didn't know, America is running out of diesel fuel. The Energy Information Administration says that there's less than 25 days remaining in our national stockpile. Now, if trucks can't get fuel, they also can't deliver food to the grocery stores. What then? If you don't have emergency food stocked up, go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com right now and grab a special limited time offer from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. You'll save $250 on their three-month emergency food kit, which gives you a wide variety of breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. My Patriot Supply wants to help you be your own grocery store. So for a limited time, you'll save $250 on their three-month food kit. Be sure to get one kit for each person in your family. This offer ends in just a few days. So go right now to preparewithbards.com and grab your $250 discount on each three-month kit you need. That's preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. Patriots, there's nothing like having the security of food in your home. So remember, go to preparewithbards.com and take advantage of this amazing offer. Oh, yeah. You want food, and you don't want to be eating bugs because they're going to want to feed you them bugs. That's what their whole plan is, eat the bugs. You heard the WEF talk about it. They're trying to destroy the dollar, destroy our livelihoods, trying to get us bent over to such a degree that we turn to the people that created the problem to solve the problem. That's what they always do. Let me read something to you here. This is the farewell address, a quote from the farewell address of George Washington, spoken on Saturday, September 17, 1776. It reads, However, political parties may now and then answer popular ends. They are likely in the course of time and things to become potent engines by which cunning, ambitious, and unprincipled men will be enabled to subvert the power of the people and to usurp for themselves the reins of government, destroying afterwards the very engines which they have lifted them to unjust dominion. Huh. And Dominion Machines are the name of the things that are causing so much of the problem. Isn't that a shocker? Just in a couple pieces around the world, one piece in particular around the world, just to bring your attention to the level of lunacy that we are now in, Norway's princess Martha Louise has given up her royal duties to pursue an alternative medicine business with her American witch doctor fiancé, Shaman Durek Verit. He says he rose from the dead. And faces criticism now because he's black. Yeah, I'm sure that's why. (laughs) I'll tell you. And Jesse Waters has got some advice for all you men out there. Here we go. Keep in mind, this is a serious time in the realm of politics. Also, single women are breaking for Democrats by 30 points. And this makes sense when you think about how Democrat policies are designed to keep women single. But once women get married, they vote Republican. 
Married women, married men, go for Republicans by double digits. But single women and voters under 40 have been captured by Democrats. So we need these ladies to get married. And it's time to fall in love and just settle down. Guys, go put a ring on it. Man, you're going to have to take one for the team and find that liberal lady that's going to be swooned by your conservative values. (laughs) Good luck on that one. Oh, my goodness. We are in such dire states. Can you imagine? It'd be like, oh, Lord, please help me. There'd be no forgiving that one. He'd probably say, look, man, I gave you free will. (laughs) You chose to walk with the devil. Good luck for that one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, Patriots, as we kind of look at what's coming out of this election and where we're going, one of the things that I'm going to bring everybody's attention to, and I'm going to start by saying I will always criticize the wrongs, or at least call out the wrongs of leadership regardless of who they are. And since President Trump is our president and that number one thing that he did with the vax, I'm going to always call that one out. However, did if anybody's paying attention, you're going to see how much we just got played in a different way. You see, they put people in power that ran for office that were all not going to speak about election 2020. They have framed the narrative to attack and destroy President Trump. And just like that, it began on the 4th. Or I'm sorry, whatever, the day after. I was thinking 20, the last one time we got ripped off, which was the 4th of November. This time it was the 9th of November. Remember, remember the 9th of November. Here's what they've done. They have an article that comes out, which looks like it came out from Roger Stone, saying that this is the, and I read it here, this is the first completely rigged election. Correction. This is the second completely rigged election. The second one, the first one was 2020. But this time they did it subtly. They have taken, they went after all of those markets that were contested, those places where they expected big wins. Those are the areas where President Trump endorsed people. And what they did is they made sure that those elections were effectively rigged so that every one of those were a loss for the Republicans. But they gave you enough of the red winds to make you believe that you oh, you kind of had a little red wave. It was a red puddle, but that's beside the point. And we've already played that song, I think, that song about the, the red mama, something like this. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we got because we didn't get a red wave. Girl, yeah. a wonderful girl, the sweetest one. That's gonna be my theme song, I think, for the whole year. Oh yeah. I've got a smile, a wonderful smile, a certain little way. Time the boys get me. You feel like bouncing, don't you? Red hot mama, red hot mama. Okay, whatever, you got it. So we ended up with a red hot mama day. <laughs> but understand that this thing was rigged. And if you're looking for the culprit, quit looking at the DNC. Start looking at the GOP. Because the DNC, as I've said all along, is the hand puppet to make everybody look one way. It's the magician's trick. They're the crazy crazy fools in the room. They're the ones screaming, you know, like they're going to burn the house down. And you're looking over there while the guy with the torch and and the gasoline cans around the back of the house lighting it on fire. And he's your best friend. Or you thought. That's what we're dealing with right now, okay? And the real corruption is right in here. It is The corruption is both parties, but they've got people migrating to the Republican Party. This is dangerous. I'm telling you this. And just like that, all of a sudden, patriots are looking over and going, DeSantis needs to lead us. And it was amazing how fast that happened. I was tracking comments in different articles on the evening of the election. And it was incredible how many comments magically started to appear talking about how DeSantis needs to lead us and not Trump. And then the mainstream media narrative by the four, by the day after, which is not the fourth, it's the ninth, comes out. And what are they doing? They're all hammering on Trump, Fox. And they're all talking about things like this article here in Zero Hedge. Trump has three choices, good, bad, and ugly for the Republican Party. And their summation is basically, and here's an article by Michael Brendan Daughtery, 
just all the chatter on the my on my conservative and GOP channels is rage at Trump, Trump like I've never seen. The one guy he attacked before the election was DeSantis, the clear winner. While meanwhile, all his guys are shitting their bed. No, and they even have New York Post posts post the future with DeSantis and his families there, and New York Post also pumps uh, prints Trumpy Dumpty. Why do you think this is? Because it was a setup. DeSantis cut a deal. I don't care how much you like DeSantis. You're not answering one question if you are. And the question is, how did DeSantis ever get to be governor when he went through the Dominion machines to get there? And you and I all know you don't win unless you rig that machine system. That's the truth. Because all that happened before the eyes were even on Dominion. You have to remember that this is the most devious force we've ever dealt with. They are a criminal class. They will lie, cheat, steal, and they will change the timing and pace of their game anytime. They're going for the long game. And what they know is that there was a movement called MAGA, which is now fractured. Let's be honest. And they're already assaulting the American firsters. They're already saying that there was no red wave. They're already saying that Trump's a failure. And on the same day of all this is happening, oh my goodness, what happens up in D.C.? <gasps> they file from the Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogar that they need to get access to his tax returns again. You've got to see this. This is a war on MAGA, a war on President Trump, and they've got MAGA split now going after DeSantis because people in America always want a drive through solution. It is like the Big Mac culture insanity. If I can't get my, by the way, I worked at McDonald's corporate in Boca Raton in the 90s. And here's the deal, and it's never gotten any better. People's expectation has always been that when they get into the drive through window, by the time they place their order, pick up their order, and hit the road, it should be 60 seconds. I want you to think about that. And when it's more than 60 seconds, they start to get agitated. If it hits three to five minutes, they think it's horrible service. Three to five minutes to get your whole damn meal, and they think it's bad service. That's how the American culture has been primed. So what we have seen here is that things didn't go all what people wanted. They should have known better because nothing changed in the election system. You were told to vote because the only way through this is to get many people to vote. We all knew it was a scam. That's my point. You've had people telling you, vote America, hold the line, we're going to do this, while they assault President Trump. And they wait. they're just slaying him now in the, in the press and the media. He's over. He's done. MAGA's done. America first is done. Hmm. I wonder if there's anything else behind that. I wonder if maybe Carrie Lake might have a clue here. Maybe. Why all of a sudden is everyone pounding the poor guy to death? I mean, he did a lot of good things for this country. I'll tell you why they're doing it, because he's probably going to announce he's running and some people don't want him to, but I don't think that's going to stop him. He did amazing things for this country. His America First policies had every group of citizens doing better. Didn't matter what your skin Mm -hmm. color was, didn't Mm -hmm. matter what your zip code was. We were riding high under President Trump. Yeah, and... It was pretty good. It was overinflated intentionally to show America what a great America could be if we got rid of the damn cabal. And that was only a glimpse. But the cabal's not fighting fair. They never have. They never will. And they've got America all turned on its head right now over an election that was supposed to be a red wave that would have been a red wave had they not manipulated about 39 or 40 different elections. This was a rigged setup from the very beginning, and it's coming out of a point where the entire election system is corporate controlled. That's what people have to get to understand. This election system is a complete joke. I've been saying that. It's rigged, and it's rigged because they own and control every single market out there, and the ones that they are are too difficult to swing, like there would be too much obvious fraud. They've already learned they can't do that because they'll get caught. They just ignore it because they'll go around it a different way. If you get a governorship that happens to be of the people, they'll stack the legislature in, in, in against it. 
or they'll put they'll do something in Congress or they'll talk to their corporate buddies to pull money out of the state. This is a corporatocracy we're living in. And they still have their crosshairs on President Donald J. Trump. I just want that to settle in for a minute because even I'm sitting back here for a minute looking at this a little bit differently today because when this much institution is still after one man, folks, he's a man. He's not anointed. He may have been blessed by God and in God's way, but he's not a savior of this nation. But he is one man that has is still holding that line and I am going to give him respect for this because he's managed to piss off the media again. And anytime you can piss off the media, I'll give you a hat tip. I'll give you a complete hat tip. We still have a lot of things to be accounted for. My objections and criticisms towards the vax are never going to change. It's deadly. But right now we have a different issue going on here, and it's deeper. Not only have they divided America with the vax, they have now divided MAGA over the principle of who's who's leading America first, and they're trying to marginalize MAGA and America first. And in doing so, what's going to happen is they're going to continually push, and I'm guaranteeing you this is going to happen. So listen carefully, because American psyche is so predictable, because they are all about the one-hit wonder. They do this all the time, especially the conservatives. So listen carefully. They are going to divide the MAGA or MAGA and America First with DeSantis. The more that they push on DeSantis, people will start to put their eyes on DeSantis, and those that hold loyal to President Trump are going to be increasingly marginalized in the press. They're going to do with America First and MAGA what they did with Q. And they've already set the stage with the narrative before the election, which I told you they were going to do this, that they're going to criminalize MAGA, America First, and Q And they're going to put them in the categories of domestic terrorists. And they already have the unit to stand up to go after them, which is the FBI and DHS domestic terrorist unit with authorization from this criminal cabal that's running the White House. Watch what's happening. And before the end of this is over, just like you had your family members pointing the finger at you saying you can't come to Christmas because you're not wearing a mask or didn't take the vax, we're going to see a chunk of MAGA point their finger over at the loyal MAGA to Trump and the America firsters and the Q, and they're all going to say, you're causing a problem in this nation. You are domestic terrorists. Mark my words, it's going to happen because people are that stupid, literally that stupid. Don't be one of them. Don't be one of them. So here's where we are. The bigger issue that's going on right now is that the currency is falling apart. This is what they're trying to keep everybody's eyes off of. The election was a distraction, and it's going to lead ultimately to states having to fight federal. That's a good thing. We're going to talk a lot more about that in the coming days as we kind of understand the mechanisms that this is ultimately a county-by-county fight, and we're going to have to take it to it. And there's no more important place for you to put your emphasis than on the county level. But while we're, while we're trying to figure out the political domain, the dollar's imploding. And I don't mean in a little way. I mean in a kind of big, massive, huge way, like CNN business way. So when CNN publishes something like what I'm going to read you, you know that it's about 100 times worse than what it actually is. Because quite frankly, it's Clown News Network. So when all this was going on and all this election fury leading up to the elections, an article slipped out on Tuesday, September 28th, and we missed it. And that article referenced the idea that we no longer had money in the treasury. You see, the government's been running out of money constantly, and the only way they're going to get through this is they're going to have to print more And they keep printing more, and they keep printing more, and they keep printing more, and now suddenly there's a wall put up around the treasury. Why do you think that is? Maybe because we don't have any money anymore? Now, I have an unconfirmed report, and I'm stressing this. This is an unconfirmed report, but it all starts to line up. That there was a meeting with the Fed and the IMF, International Monetary Fund, to start a process after the first of the year to start invalidating dollars that were printed 
earlier than 2021. Now, I can't tell you that that's absolute fact, but everything else is lining up to the point that that may have a lot of truth to it. There's tons of predictions coming out that the dollar's value is going to hit absolute zero by the end of this year. It is sliding. And there's all sorts of market things going on that are hiding and obscuring this because you're seeing you're seeing trading doing one thing. The CPI fell today, which doesn't make any sense, but it caused a bunch of crashes. But one of the most notable crashes that happened was the crash in yet another crypto market. It's the FTX exchange. That crypto market, which just happened to be run by a, a very well-known Democrat, that's Sam Bankman-Fried, who happened to embezzle several billion dollars, and now suddenly it's like, oops, sorry, you don't have your money, people. Can't help you. And he's now under an FTC probe. The crypto markets are falling apart because they were all, most of them were scams to begin with, just Ponzi schemes for people to pull out their money. They don't want you seeing any of this. So they do things like, we're going to go after Trump's tax returns again. We're going to have an election, and we're going to rig it so everybody's all upset about election rigging, and we're going to hide the biggest elephant in the room. And what is that? That big elephant in the room? Yeah, we call that the economy. Things are falling apart. The buying power of the American, of the American is falling massively. Americans have lost something like $7,500 average in their wage value because of this current inflation. And it's only getting worse. And, and at the same time, a lot of the markets that people were investing in in hopes of these kind of get-rich-quick schemes, more than just hedging inflation, if you're going to hedge inflation, you don't put your money into high-risk markets. If you're trying to hedge inflation, you're going to put your money into solid assets like property and precious metals. Those returns are steady. They're not massive, but they keep the value of your money secure. When you start pumping your money into high-risk investments like crypto, you're doing so because you're trying to get ahead and trying to get rich quick. That's the motivations. And it's easy money. The crypto players will tell you all the time, we're doing work, and, I'm, and I've had so many of these conversations like, what type of work are you doing? Well, it's work. How? Well, our machines are burning energy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes tons of sense because you're – crypto computer there that's cracking the algorithms is using up electricity. Therefore, it translates to work. It's insane. But that's the new generation. The dollar is imploding. And I'm going to tell you from a wise point of view and from a very biblical point of view, everybody needs to start thinking about how you're managing your paper dollars. This is fiat currency. It has zero value. But this is the little game that we play as well because we all think that this money is ours. These, anything that you have is ultimately a gift from God. It is up to you individually to choose how to steward that well. Uh, the generation of my parents, which was the generation of like post on the edge and post-depression, understood the principle of stewarding well what they had. Live within their means, live simpler or simply so others can live well, can also live and not become greedy and a debt driven to try to expand all your material garbage in your life. This market is falling. And as it begins to fall and slide as it's doing, we are going to look at a major, major problem. This is going to drive oil prices up as oil itself is being squeezed on a global market. There's more, as we look at what's happening on a global market, we're putting up more embargoes on Russian oil. There's, at the same time, they're promising that they're going to squeeze down more on American production. And just so we're clear on what you're going to get out of this new Congress, it's not going to be impressive. We're heading into the Weimar Republic nightmare, which is they're going to print and print and print more money, and it's going to have zero value. And what they're trying to do, from what I'm hearing, is they're trying to curtail the use of old money. It has less to do with you and I and a lot more to do with people around the world that literally have warehouses full of dollars. They're trying to invalidate those and trying to keep the focus on the money that they can control internally to offset inflation. This isn't going to work. This is just more printing press garbage with money that has zero value. Remember, the dollar's concept of a petrochemical dollar or petrodollar 
is that it was pinned to the price of oil. And the way that we made that happen is that we use things like bioweapons labs in Ukraine and all across Africa and in Taiwan and wars like endless wars in Afghanistan, in Iraq, and things like drone strikes that will kill key leaders in other countries and things like dragging Gaddafi through the streets when he tries to set up a gold currency for the pan-African economy. Little things like that, nothing big. Just like a constant warring economy so that the countries around the world literally know that if they step out of line of the dollar, they're going to get their butt wiped across the sand. That's all. That's the game we've played. And our military has been an instrumental role in keeping the world obedient to the dollar. It's not by choice or strength in an economy. We created an artificial strength in our dollar giving American public cheap products, cheap goods based on the fact that we were blackmailing the rest of the world. As hard as that is to take, that's the reality of our world. And this is what we grew up in. And now the dollar's falling apart. So don't expect the world to come running to help because it isn't going to happen. And as this starts to slide, I'm telling you, you need to get yourself in a position where you are prepared this slide is not a theoretics. This isn't some tin hat craziness. This isn't throwing spitballs on the wall going, I wonder if this is going to make a good story today. Everything about the economy is indicating that we are seeing a massive slide and the dollar, is its underpinnings are gone. So what are you going to get with all of this? This new Congress, by the way, is not going to give us anything. It's going to deliver exactly what we expected to deliver. There's going to be endless discussions about the Hunter Biden laptop. They're not going to effectively change anything about the narrative about climate change. That's going to be ongoing. You're going to hear more calls for less drilling in oil, which means more oil prices go high. They're going to scream and holler a little bit about the debt ceiling and about the fact that we're going to run out of money, so they're going to increase the debt ceiling and print more garbage. That's exactly what the Weimar Republic did. And we're coming into a crisis point where what they have done now is they've demonized the Democrats and they've allowed, they're going to, you're going to see plenty of fall guys. Hunter Biden will be one, probably Hillary because she's old and nearly dead anyway. And I think her adrenochrome supplies run out enough so she's starting to actually age. And you're going to put all your focus over there while the other, or the real criminals, which are likely sitting in the GOP and working quietly with the banksters and the other mafia networks that take us up to the central banking. And let us not forget Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca which, by the way, Pfizer announced today it's going to increase the cost of the COVID shot by 400%. Think about that. I told you that was going to happen a year ago, that they were going to get people hooked on this damn vax, offer it for free, and then turn around and jack up the price. And then they're going to tie that ultimately to a UBI, a universal basic income, so that when you're like, oh, i got to get my vax. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, son, but today your monthly check of $500, it's $400 for your shot. How am I going to eat? Well, I'm sorry. You'll have to do without food because the other $100 is for rent and electric and utilities. You see, this is the game. Oh, and then they'll offer you something, I'm sure. Well, we have a supplement packet for you. It's um, bug juice and bug bread. You know, I'm telling you, it's seriously, it is this much manipulation going on. This is not a joke. And we are seeing a crisis hit upon us right now that is massive, massive. And they're engineering people to start following key people. And the reason this happens is people are not letting go of their idolatries. Look, we should have learned our lesson from President Trump. I do respect the man immensely. And I have differences as everyone should, by the way, because if you follow anybody blindly, I don't know what that means other than idolatry and worship. But the fact of the matter is that we worship that man to solve this country's problems for us, and we didn't do our job. We're learning now that we needed to get busy on a ground game in the counties. We're learning that the hard way. In the meantime, they're now going after Trump to divide MAGA. They're putting the emphasis on DeSantis, so everybody's going to follow him. Where do you think that's going to lead us? This isn't going to be some happy, joyous revitalization of the economy. It's all going to work to the benefit of the elites. 
because the next phases here now are to get you to accept the next version of the dollar, which is one step closer to a CBDC. And if they can get you to accept the next version of the dollar and the central bank digital currency, they're going to rope you into a living hell you will never escape out of. The next step of the dollar is going to get you closer into the system of social credit scores and deeper into their matrix, their Tholian web, where you are going to be locked into a currency, a UBI, all of these other pieces that so control your life that if you don't become an obeying clown to their system, that you'll be punished and cast out. That's their goal. We need, and I'm hearing some good tremors of this, but we need at a county level to start looking at issuing our own local currencies that we can buy, sell, and trade with. That sounds crazy. It's not. I just want to point out something. In the county that I'm in, my county in Oregon, Roseburg Lumber years ago issued its own local script and backed it with the, with the assets of the company. Roseburg operated on a, a currency other than the dollar for the large degree, and it was accepted by all merchants. We can do this again. It's going to take some innovation and some thinking, and it's going to take some good planning, but we have to start thinking this way at a county level. They are going to try to crush the American people. The people that are going to be most in danger are going to be those in the city. We've said that for, what, two years now. And having the ability to grow food, having the ability to do jobs, tasks, use your gifts and talents to earn wage and barter and trade is going to be absolutely essential going forward here. These people are not going to stop, patriots. I don't care how you cut it. And I don't have all the answers in one night because it'll always be like, well, what do we do about paying this bill or what do we do about this? It's called innovation. It's called coming together in a community. It's called working together in fellowship to start solving these problems and start working together to get past these barriers. We have to start working to solve the problems, not waiting for the problem to hit us and then looking around going, where's the solution? You know, it, the thing about this is we're in such a place right now that a 70% solution is a lot better than doing nothing. And even if you have a 50% solution, it's a lot better than doing nothing because at least it's moving the ball down the court. And we literally have to be doing this. These people are crazy and they're hell-bent on keeping everybody in here. And just for the record, I just want to play this piece for you for those that might be thinking that crypto is the way forward. Take a listen to this. Without proper oversight, uh, cryptocurrencies, they uh, it risks harming everyday Americans. So this is something that uh, clearly we monitor and, and uh, that we see as an important uh, important issue. But the most re recent <clears throat> new f news further underscores uh, these concerns and highlights why uh, prudent regulation of cryptocurrencies is indeed needed. Uh, the White House, along with the relevant agencies, will, again, closely monitor uh, the situation as it, as it develops. What they're setting the grounds for here is to regulate all cryptos. Why? Because they don't want any competition to the currencies that they're going to be rolling out, one of which, or at least the format of which, is a CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. Remember, the CBDC is programmable. And for all of you that love Ripple and XRP, that's written into the code, by the way, of the central banking, if you think that there's no backdoors to that, you're nuts. Because they're not writing in a crypto script, XRP and Ripple, into a central bank digital system without knowing that they can then the backdoor program it. The only one that's still out there with question is Bitcoin. People still swear by it. I'm telling you, you've just got to be careful with these cryptos. And I'm, I'm not going to... I just don't deal with the crypto concept because ultimately the crypto is part of a bigger plan. They're, they're talking about cryptos are based on blockchain. And when you dig into their research and where they want to go by 2030, they want blockchain integrated into people and they want all exchange happening by cardless and and appliance-less systems. What does that mean? They mean they want the technology in your body so that you'll use a facial scan, an eye, a, ret a retinal scan, 
hopefully not a rectal scan. I think I just about said that. I, I wouldn't put it past them, though. China's already been doing rectal swabs, so who knows? Maybe they'll come up with a rectal scan, too, to get your money out. I have no idea. I didn't see that one, but it, nothing makes nothing would surprise me anymore. But here we go. I mean, and they're, and they're trying to get the technologies in you. How are they doing that? It's with the graphene oxide. That's the medium which they're doing. And the trigger for this, the graphene oxide is the trigger to get, is how they get you linked, linked into the system because it's triggered and, and shaped by the frequencies of 5G. And, oh, by the way, remember that thing called 6G that they said was not going to be coming out anytime soon? Even though the safe 5G that Pompeo told us we were getting and we were getting at high speed is already equipped for 6G, though apparently they don't have the technology. Yeah, they lied. 6G is, intent, is intended to start rolling out as early as 2025. And it's the key. It's six again. They always like their numbers, don't they? They always like their numbers. And that Elon Musk Skynet system, or I guess they call it Skylink, but whatever. Terminator system that's in the sky. Yeah, that one, that's already equipped for 6G. So, Patriots, I'm telling you, they're moving us into a herded trap. Don't be part of it. That's how you don't play. Don't get wrapped up in the politics of party. Don't get back wrapped up in the obsession of people. Don't get wrapped up in the worship of any candidate. Keep your eyes on your local community. Get seriously focused on the seven pillars of county by county. Home churches, homeschooling, patriot gardens, meaning growing your own food and saving your own seeds. Right work, breaking away from corporate yokes or government yokes, getting out on your own and or working with somebody else that has common ideologies and the love of God. Health and wellness, taking responsibility for your health and wellness. Don't rely on the medical system anymore. Find ways around it. There's certain trauma care that you have to deal with. We all do. Find ways not to have to rely on the hospital. Informed action. Stay informed of what's going on in your community. Organize to get your communities back and build knowledge libraries so that you can have resources in paper, not on digits. And finally, conservation and stewardship, taking what God gives us, using it to its max, and making sure that we don't waste and buy carefully and buy wisely. Those principles right now, right there, can guide us into this next step very effectively, and they need to. This war is very real. They're not playing and as they don't play, they are looking towards ways to force people in this. And they're doing it in such a stealth way that people are literally complying without even realizing. That's the most dangerous part of all this. So it's a time right now that we need to stay focused. Now, I want to give you a, just a little touch of something I think too often we forget. Even me, I'm putting myself right in this camp. And I want you to hear this. Nobody's perfect. I'm saying this. But I want you to hear these words because this is who I voted for in 2016. Listen. So as you continue to develop your talents and to make your mark upon the world, remember that nothing worth doing is ever easy. You'll have bad moments. You've got to love what you're doing. And if you don't, just do something else. Keep standing up always for your values. Keep loving your country. And one of the most important things, never, ever quit. Never quit. Then ask yourself, what imprint will you leave in the sands of history? What will future Americans say we did in our brief time right here on Earth? Did we take risks? Did we dare to defy expectations? Did we challenge accepted wisdom and take on established systems? In my short time in Washington, I've seen firsthand how the system is broken. A small group of failed voices who think they know everything and understand everyone want to tell everybody else how to live and what to do and how to think. 
But you aren't going to let other people tell you what you believe, especially when you know that you're right. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. I know that each of you will do what is right, not what is the easy way. And that you will be true to yourself and your country and your beliefs. Remember this, nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack courage or the guts or the stamina to take it and to do it. It's called the road less traveled. Do you have the guts? Do you have the stamina? Can you stand this time and never give in on the dream that our founding fathers gave us? My father puts out a flag every morning and every night he puts it away. And he said to me this morning as he picked up the flag, he said, I'll never stop believing in this America. How about you? It's worth everything. It's worth everything to stand and fight for this. So patriots, right now, the onus is on us. The man that we voted for in 2017 awakened that fire. Wherever that man is, I don't know. But what I do know is the man that I voted for in 2016 lit that fire under me as well. That's where we go to. We never let the fire stop. We don't listen to this garbage of division and hatred. We walk with the, as mighty men and women of God. We set this nation on its path because we are the ones. We're not going to wait for somebody to fix it. The revolution starts here, now, in your heart and in the actions that you live each and every day. This country wasn't built by a consensus of the many. It was built by the courage of the few, the 3%. And the question is, where are you going to stand on that line? So right now, we have a choice to make, every single one of us. You can walk around ignoring what's going on. You can start getting worried about whether you're going to have your 401k next week. You can start wringing your hands about whether Congress is going to do something or whether your state legislature is going to pass a measure or whether your state is going to suddenly become an abortion state because a few liberals passed the thing. Patriots, throw it out. Start being Americans again. Be a patriot again. Be a mighty man or woman of God. There is no fear in that walk. There is no compliance in that walk. It's pure defiance. And have the courage to stand up and say, this is what's right and this is what's wrong. Regardless, walk in that line of truth. Understand they're going to hate you because you did it. Who cares? But now is when we begin the choice. We should have done it a long time ago, but it should be clear to everybody now that this system is rigged and they have no intention of ever giving it to you. So don't expect them to. Take it. If they're not going to give you back what we were rightfully given by, the, by our Lord, our Savior, and our God, I got news. No one's in heaven's going to tell you don't to stand by and be rolled up like a dead cockroach. You're expected to take it. We have dominion. We've been given authority by the kingdom. Now start walking like it. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today and humble ourselves by our choice before you, hearing the power and the wisdom given to us by echoes of the past and the wisdom set before us in the words of, your, of the Bible and Scripture. We are in such a time that those who have stolen what was given to us, our sovereign rights to this land, has been stolen. So hear our prayers, Father. We're here and now ready to walk to take it back. In this time, we have been given the authority by our Savior Jesus Christ to have dominion over all evil. We have to forgive as we pursue justice. We have to love our neighbor 
as we demand accountability for the crimes done against this nation and against humanity. We have to help one another and raise them up, reminding them that unity and love is the foundation of the kingdom's strength as we pursue evil ruthlessly and hold it accountable to the extremes of the crimes that they've done to us. So, Father, we ask for your guidance, your strength, your wisdom in this hour to awaken our hearts, to inspire our minds, to give us the strength to stand unlike anything we've ever imagined before, to walk truly with kingdom authority. Hear our prayers, Father. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. You, you cannot, we cannot, cannot keep rolling over and doing through these emotional roller coasters of I'm excited, I'm depressed, I'm excited, I'm depressed because of the garbage that comes out in our media, because of the garbage that these people do in these election cycles. Now, I don't know where that President Trump is that we listen to tonight, but what I do know is that President Trump that's in Mar-a-Lago right now is still under siege by the entire deep state once again. So I'm kind of like this. I hate when bullies pick on one person. It pisses me off. And I may not agree everything with the person that's being picked on, but I sure as heck don't stand for bullies to be waging war in mass against one person. This should infuriate you and it should inspire you now to work harder locally, to mobilize locally, and start getting people to get out and moving to realize that our fight is going to be won at a local level, that the legacies that we were given, the reminders that we were given in 2016 are still as valid then as they are today. In between then and now is a long story. We've gone down dark rabbit holes and we've suffered some really serious pain and loss. Such is war. Shake it off. Strap up your gear. Tighten up your boots. Lock and load. Let's go. I'm serious. This is time not to play anymore. Let God guide you. We can take this back as with the mighty sword of the Spirit. Never, ever put the sword of steel aside. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. And it's a spiritual war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Keep that mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. 
This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.